see teams go through every week, but you lose your starter on third play of the game. Um, you know, kind of a deal, non-contact. It's just just tough to watch and see, and um, got to be able to rebound and uh, continue to play the game now. Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, on uh, kind of the mood of the team after Kyler Murray went down early in that game. A lot more on that going uh, coming up. Uh, also want to uh, add something to Sarah's uh, last update. Uh, Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach yeah, passed away this tragic. morning at the age of 61 after suffering a massive heart attack Ugh. over the weekend. Uh, yeah. Man, uh, just bummer after bummer in the football world. Uh, but yeah, sad sad news coming from, from Starkville, Mississippi. Yeah, and, and, and you wonder, uh, talk about adding insult to injury for Cliff King that's one of his mentors. Yeah. Right. And so you're dealing with a lot of stuff um, locally as well with that. Uh, locally, obviously, the big story is Kyler Murray, this quarterback, this knee injury. What is it? Officially, there's been a lot of people who are kind of um, recognizing that this is probably a torn ACL. And if it's a torn ligament in his right knee, you're looking at about nine months on average. Now, this is where things get tricky when you're talking about Kyler Murray. Um, I don't believe Kyler Murray has ever had a major surgery. He might have had an ankle cleanup at one point in time. I'm not certain about that. He's never had a knee injury. And and so this is not, as you pointed out very astutely earlier, this is not like Carson Palmer going into grind mode. This is not like Joe Burrow going into grind mode. Kyler Murray ha- has got a, little, a level of skittishness about playing NFL football that he's never been able to quite conquer. And this is going to be part of the mix when he has to recover psychologically. How, when is he going to feel right? trusting that knee again. If, if he has a hard time getting onto the football field unless he's 100%, uh, when is that going to all lock in for him? So yes. I, I feel terrible for the kid. I think he has had a uh, 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 just a grotesque year. I think he has been slandered and <clears throat> Um, unfairly in a lot of situations, I think he is. Um, he, he's been at the center of a lot of unwanted attention, and and this is really something now that is going to be very very challenging for him uh, to to get back on a football field and be that electrifying weapon that he once was. And it's going to test him. It, it's this is a significant deal now uh, for this organization and this football player. Yeah, you have those immediate thoughts when you when you look at an injury like this, and and we know nothing of Kyle. Tyler Murray's uh, healing ability, and again, we don't even know if this is a torn ACL. All indications are that uh, it, uh, it, that's what the injury is. Mm-hmm. You talked about about a nine month timetable. It's not it, that's about the the base level for it for a player like Kyler Murray. Though, what makes Kyler Murray special? Not his not his yeah. avail, you know, ability to drop back in the pocket, look mm-hmm. over the defense, and and throw the ball. It's his quickness. It's his legs. It's his escapability. It's his scrambling ability. It's his flat-out speed. Yeah. And you hit the nail on the head in your column on ArizonaSports.com uh, with with the final line. The whole thing's great. The final line left me feeling it was exactly how I felt watching this go down and thinking about this timetable. The line is, if Murray tore a ligament, he faces a long and arduous road back. And you can't help but wonder about the psychological effects on a player who was already skittish in the face of NFL danger. Everybody immediately said, well, look, Joe Burrow. He suffered a torn ACL on November 22nd of his rookie season. He 
came back for, for week one. Joe Burrow's not making his money with his legs. Now, he did no. lead the Bengals to the Super Bowl. The Cardinals example, Carson Palmer in 2014. He suffered that torn ACL on November 9th. He returned for week one, and we marveled that year that he was even participating in minicamp and OTAs. He led his team to the NFC Championship. This is a different rehab process for Kyler Murray, who has not, and I don't mean this as a knock, and I don't want to pile on a guy at his lowest moment, but Kyler Murray has not necessarily been lauded and labeled for his toughness. No, no, you're absolutely right, and this is going, that's why I said this is going to be such a dicey thing. So if if you think that this is going to be a more extensive, longer recovery, getting back to a dominant level, I would tend to agree with you. So what does that mean in the short term? Do the Cardinals have to draft a quarterback now? They could. Do, do they have to hedge their bets if Kyler Murray never comes back from this? And I don't mean to be dramatic, but as you said, if Kyler Murray has to exist in the NFL as being a pocket passer alone, what are his odds of, of that at 5-9 and 3 quarters? Yes. Not very good. 5-10 so, and an 8. Well, that too. Okay, sorry about that, Kyler. Sorry, <laughs> do you, dog. Do you guys really think he's going to lose his ability to cut and scramble and move quickly, or is it more of a confidence thing that you no, guys are worried about? Thing, confidence okay. thing. Confidence of, thing. Of when he's going to feel good letting it rip again. Yeah, for a, that'll because, take time for sure. You know, it will, because this was not a contact injury. This was a non-contact injury. And and there's and there are psychological barriers that you got you have to face to go through this, and I don't think he's ever had to face this. And this is, mm-hmm. and, and again, I feel terrible for the kid. Uh, this is also why um, he and his agent were so adamant about getting their money before the season started. This was exactly what he was fearing at that time, but it just throws everything into confusion for the Cardinals. Do you need to draft a quarterback? Do you need to hedge against the future? Do you need have to kind of wrestle with the idea that, okay, we're going to have to kind of go into next year with with a, with a, a shifting plan of a quarterback who's going to hold down the fort, and is that going to be Colt McCoy, and is he good enough to win games as a, as a starter going into a season, given a month that, or, or longer? Uh, what does this do for the decisions revolving around Steve Kime and Cliff King? Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. I, I said to you earlier, it would seem to me that that this kind of chaos and this kind of uh, sudden instability, it, it would seem to buy another year for Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime. But look at the fan apathy. Look at the way people are reacting. Vinny, this injury was not five minutes old last night, and people on social media had already pivoted to, okay, great. Look at that. That means Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury are going to come back. Oh, great. This is the worst case scenario. It, 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 Kyler Murray, in empathy for him and the injury and the short term, couldn't even last five minutes before people started thinking, "Oh, great! This is going to delay this this inevitable firing all over again." Which is to say, this is how profound that public opinion issue is with the team. Do you if if the Cardinals trade uh, a crater from here on out, finish four and thirteen? Are you going to trust Steve Kahn with the top five pick? Me personally, no. But we're we're talking about a level of belief uh, and and loyalty that a lot of people can't make sense of right now. And you're right. It. it pivoted to that, and, and it was oh, this 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 buys more time for Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime. It very well could. We don't know how this is going to play out. But there's also the opposite of that too. Mike Tannenbaum, former uh, executive in the NFL, was on ESPN Radio this morning and kind of said the opposite. You know, based on my experience, I'm not so sure Kyle Murray will be ready for opening day next year. He could. Easily go on PUP, meaning he's not eligible for the first six weeks. We don't really.
really know the injury, but let's, based on the reports, it looks like it could potentially be an ACL. So now we're in the month of December, right? So the swelling goes down. You know, let's say they get he doesn't have operation until early January. Now you got, what's that, seven months for training camp? There's no way he's going to be able to play at the start of the season. Mm. So Tannenbaum painting the picture of you go on the physically unable to perform list, you're out at least six weeks. Mm-hmm. How do those six weeks go for the Cardinals next year? Kyler Murray, again with his skill set, is not a player you're going to rush back onto the football field um, no. to, 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 to throw him back into that fire. If it's a year... You think Kyler Murray's coming back to play the last five games? I I would not be surprised, Bic, if we do not see injury? Kyler Murray until week one of 2024. It's... And I wrote that in my rapid reaction last night, and then I went to bed, and I got a note from Kellen Olsen, who was, was doing the editing, and he's like, did you mean to say 2024? Oh, I did. It would not shock me at all. I'm not pulling for that. That's the worst case scenario in all of this. Yeah. But Keyshawn Johnson, also, you heard his voice on that soundbite on ESPN Radio. He kind of expanded on that too. Who's going to coach him? Like when when you're talking about that extended period of time away from football acclimated things. Yep. Now you got a new system, a new this, and his most valuable asset. Although he does drop dimes, but his legs is his most valuable asset on his body. People think it's his arm. No, it's his legs. And if he's not ready, I wouldn't be shocked if he missed the entire season, Mike, to be honest with you. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. And I personally, if I'm a new head coach coming in and and a new general manager coming in, because I'm assuming those guys are tied at the hip, I'm probably going to tell the owner he's sitting the 2023 season. Right. So, and Because I need him ready. I don't need any setbacks. And it also complicates, if, if yeah. Michael Bidwell was thinking, maybe I do need to change this up, maybe I do need at least a new head coach, this complicates a coach. Sure does. Search. Who's going to flock sure to Arizona with question marks about Kyler Murray now? This is the worst possible thing that could have happened to this yeah, team. Yeah, it's, it's staggering because going into this, these last five weeks with, with the playoffs out the window, really the one thing the Cardinals needed to do was get this quarterback back to an MVP-like level with with a couple of skilled players on this on the edge with DeAndre Hopkins and Hollywood Brown and kind of build some momentum inflated or otherwise going into the offseason uh, something that was w- would kind of serve as a harbinger of hope that things would be better next year and this is yeah this is a worst case scenario because it just throws everything into limbo and it's the last place this football fan base wants to be I, I think the thought of more of this this endless loop of futility that we're seeing from this regime yeah it, it it nauseates people, but but they, this may be the only play they can make. Yeah, it's it's unreal. It's a mess right yep. now. The twenty twenty two college football playoff semifinal coming to State Farm Stadium December thirty first, featuring Michigan and TCU. They square off for the first time ever in the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. Head to the contest page now on ArizonaSports dot com for your chance to win a pair of tickets to that game. Uh, coming up next, we're also giving away some goodies because it's Holiday Heroes Day twenty twenty two. We are live at the GCU championship golf course for holiday heroes benefiting operation santa claus presented by sanderson ford and we've got a lot more details and we'll announce our first winner of the day for that kyler murray black alternate autographs cardinals helmet it is staring at it right now and uh, we'll give it away coming up with more details on holiday heroes next here on arizona sports the local sports leader 
Bickley and Murata. Mornings on 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Broadcasting live from Grand Canyon University Golf Course. This is Arizona Sports Holiday Heroes, presented by Sanderson Ford. Benefiting Operation Santa Claus. Holiday Heroes 2022. Benefiting Operation Santa Claus, presented by Sanderson Ford, with special thanks to our partners, Grand Canyon University, Backfit Health and Spine, Moving Team 6, it's Bickley and Murata Mornings, we are live at the GCU Championship Golf Course. Uh, first things first, I got ahead of myself, Bick. We're not we're not giving away that Kyler Murray helmet just yet. We're going we're gonna to let the, 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 the interest grow a little bit, so later right. on in the 7 o'clock hour, we're going to give that away. Okay. How can you get that helmet? Well, here's how it works, and we're, we're counting on you, our great listeners of Arizona Sports, to help out Operation Santa Claus, which is made up of five amazing organizations, which we'll tell you more about in a second. But your role, text DONATE to 620-620, make a donation of at least $20, and you'll be entered to win all this great stuff, autographed sports memorabilia, tickets to some of the most popular events in town, and starting this hour, we will be giving away one great prize per hour all day long here on Arizona Sports. Your $20 donation gets you four entries into the drawing to win a Sanderson Ford F-150 Super Crew truck or a Lincoln Corsair. That's what we call a win-win. You're helping out the organi- yeah. uh, helping out the community and these great organizations, and you might walk away with something great as well. Yes, that's a good way of putting it, and like you said, we're looking at that Kyler Murray helmet right now. It is absolutely breathtaking. It is autographed. Uh, given the events of last night, I think it's even a a more weighty gift, a weighty piece of memorabilia, if you will. I don't even know why I feel that way, but I do. I kind of feel that way yeah. too. Like. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm here to tell you, folks, that 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 this that this this is legit, and it's a great reason to jump on board and help um, these five beneficiaries. Now, Holiday Heroes, like I said, they're rewarding and they're funding causes and organizations in the valley that do God's work, that do just really great day to day kind of work that keeps the fabric of a of a society functioning, St. Mary's Food Bank Alliance, uh, SARC, which is the Southwest Autism Research and Resource Center, the Military Assistance Mission Arizona, um, the Special Olympics Arizona. We all know as sports fans what, what a great role Special Olympics play in a community, and then Chicano's Por La Casa, as you mentioned. These are five great beneficiaries, and, and your your involvement is going to directly help us in Holiday Heroes and Sanderson Ford uh, in Operation Santa Claus help them do the work that they're doing. Yes, and we are out here all day. We'll have some interviews with some people from these great organizations. we got our, our, our charity golf tournament going on a little bit later on this morning. Yeah, are you playing? A- <laughs> You're not playing? Are you? Wait, me and my bad back, I'm going, man. Wow, look I'm at sad, you. I'm going. I cannot be stopped. Here's the difference between me and you, Bick. When uh, we have these charity golf tournaments, you get asked to play. <laughs> because I don't hit houses with golf balls anymore. <laughs> Neither do I. Well, that's Jared. That's, yeah, that's Jared who does that. Uh, yeah, so Sometimes I hit it over the houses. Let's be fair. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. Sometimes the houses are spared when Jared hits it. Because he's a, he's a big hitter, the Jared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Long, he's got that going long. for him. Right. <laughs> Flowing robes. Mm-hmm. Striking. Striking. Uh, um, yeah, you mentioned the, the, the five uh, yeah. organizations that make up Operation Santa Claus. To focus on uh, one, uh, and we'll focus on others uh, as the show goes on today, but the Military Assistance Mission, okay. 
Arizona nonprofit military support organization. And the mission of Military Assistance Mission is to support Arizona military, their families, and returning wounded warriors, warriors who are facing dire financial needs. That's a widespread group um, uh, at, at, at this time. And it's a, it's a great organization that helps out not just those military members, but their families, their children. Um, and that's one of the organizations you're helping by donating just a minimum of $20. Yeah. You do it by texting DONATE to 620-620, and you're entered to win uh, autographed sports memorabilia, including that Kyler Murray helmet, the alternate black helmet. That's the first item uh, that we'll be giving away later on in the 7 o'clock hour. But uh, can, is, Anthony, is it okay if I tease some of the other stuff we're giving away today? Oh, because, again, we got some good stuff. Uh, there's a Kyler Murray jersey that's available. There's uh, from the Diamondbacks, a Carson Kelly bat, could tell Marte ball. Clayton Keller coming off of his game-winning hat trick the other night against Philadelphia. A jersey plus four glass seats against the L.A. Kings for the Coyotes wow. coming up uh, right before Christmas. Maybe they that's- throw in Shane Doan's cell phone. <laughs> Uh, we have an update on the Shane Doan situation, yeah. too, from yesterday. Okay. He, uh, he was flying across country, uh-huh. and if we had a dollar between us for every time he apologized yeah. for not being available. Shane Doan is so corny that in his... In his, in his te- How corny is he? He is so corny that in his text to Vinny and I apologizing, he used the word fudge. He said, so sorry to me three different sorry. times in one text. Yeah. Fudge. Yes. Oh, fudge. It was a it was a communication thing. Yeah. No big deal. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So these. Yeah. No. These are great. Great. You can't prizes. win. Shane don't cell phone and nobody Listen, wants it. Listen. And again, it, it's a, you. You can look at every one of these causes that, and every one of these beneficiaries, and, and and you dig deep on the work they do, and it and it's 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 hard work. The military assistance mission. Uh, if if you've ever been around wounded um, military heroes and people who've been hurt in battle, I think I shared the story with you. I was there uh, during a Super Bowl in Tampa, and I went to a military hospital and I saw these young soldiers who had just suffered just awful, awful injuries and 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 they're surrounded by their families and they're trying to make sense and you just see all this pain and anguish on the family's faces from you know having a healthy family member who who dedicates his life to his country and comes home like that and everyone knows it's part of the bargain and everyone knows it's part of the deal but to see it in front of you it's it's jarring and and so this is this is what they do they they provide assistance to wounded heroes to military families that that need it uh, the ones who need financial assistance, and so uh, the, every one of these organizations gets gets down and deep, and and really does great stuff. Yes, uh, text donate to six twenty six twenty. Make a donation at least twenty dollars. You might get your hands on some great autograph merchandise, sports memorabilia, and uh, like Vic said, you're helping out these five unbelievable organizations that make up Operation Santa Claus. It is Holiday Heroes twenty twenty two benefiting Operation Santa Claus presented by Sanderson Ford as we're live out here at the GCU Championship Golf Course. Coming up next, Sarah Cazell will help us get caught up on the big stories of the day and some depressing ones, I'm, I'm sure, as well. The Rush Hour Reboot is straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Rush Hour Reboot. Rush Hour Reboot. Getting you up to speed on everything happening in sports this morning. Brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. Arizona built for America's dreams. 
to the Rush Hour Reboot, everyone, here on Bickley and Murata Mornings on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This edition of the Rush Hour Reboot is going to kind of suck. Uh, but there are some <laughs> heavy topics we need to address, some heavier than others, of course. I am Sarah Cazell, taking you through the top stories of the day with Dan Bickley. Hey! <laughs> Very weary, hey! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this Vince. is a sleep fast Tuesday, Sarah. Oh, no kidding. Uh, Vince Barada. What he said. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like and that. Jarrett Carlin here as well. Well, my, my, my. Now that makes my mouth feel good. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's Mike Leach. We will get to him uh, in a moment. Um, in case you missed the news and the update, he has died. Uh, he died last night. 61 years old. Ugh. Really sad. Uh, let's start with the Arizona Cardinals, though. Um, they lost to the Patriots last night, 27-13 on Monday Night Football. That loss, of course, pales in the comparison to uh, the loss of their quarterback, Kyler Murray. On the third play of the game, he suffered a non-contact injury. It's a play fake. Murray setting up, looking deep, now takes off, running to the right at the 35 at the 40, and dives to about the 44-yard line, a gain of three for Kyler Murray. And got an injured Cardinal. It's Kyler who went down very awkwardly that time as he tried to cut. Oh, no. You hear it in Dave Pasha's voice. Oh, no. Guys, what was your first thought when you saw Kyler go down and stay down? Yeah, it was the, there was a little delayed reaction because it didn't look like really any injury that we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. It was it, it, you could tell in slow motion. Kyler Murray knew when the when when the ligament. Well, we assume yes to, when snap and tore because his head kind of comes back and then he grounded himself and then suddenly the defensive player is motioning to the Cardinals sideline. It was just a very very jarring thing for it to happen that early in a game on a non-contact injury. Yeah, I, a similar thought was, oh, no, he's down, and it did look awkward. But then you see the replay, and, and Vic said, that, you know, as you, we're conditioned as sports consumers now when and something like that is is, is re-shown to say, oh, where did it go wrong? And, and you couldn't really pinpoint anything. So then they go to the commercial break, and you're thinking, all right, maybe it's nothing. Maybe you just got a scare. And then the next image is him sitting on the cart with a towel on his head, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, worst possible scenario that could happen for the Cardinals. Yeah, gosh. And you saw on Kyler's face. Too. For somebody who, who in the past has been criticized for not being expressive enough, you could read it all over his face there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colt McCoy stepped in. He threw for 246 yards, an interception, no touchdowns. He completed 68% of his passes. James Conner ran in the Cardinals at one touchdown on the night. McCoy spoke with reporters after the game, and he was asked, are you ready to be the starter moving forward? You know what? Like I've played for a long time, and you always got to be ready. Um, you never want to see the guy in front of you go down. You just don't. And you know, I've had a lot of opportunities in my career. I've I've gotten injured, so um, I'm thankful to be on this team, on this squad, and I love the guys that that we have. And you know, we've battled injuries all year long. And the guys that are going to go in there, they're going to they're going to fight till the very end. And I don't think there's any more than you can ask for. And I'd be proud to go lead them. Now, Colt McCoy was a starter his first two seasons in the league with the Cleveland Browns. He served. Well, first of all, oops, excuse me, I accidentally pressed something. Uh, he has served as a backup since then and has gotten a handful of starts each season. But if you ask a Keyshawn Johnson of ESPN, Colt McCoy is not the guy for the Cardinals to ride with moving forward. I would certainly go find me a guy. I, I know people. Ah, oh, we just paid him all that money. 
I'm punting on 2023 for him. Yeah, you got to get a starter. You get, a backup's good for three or four weeks. You got to yeah, get a Cole starter. Yeah, Cole McCoy's good to hang the, to hold a clipboard and tutor a young, you know, rookie quarterback. But I'm not going into next season with Cole McCoy as my starting quarterback. I'm, I'm not a chance. All right, what say you? Are you too comfortable with the Cardinals rolling with Colt McCoy for the entire duration of Kyler Murray's recovery, or should they be seeking out someone else for next season? Yeah, this is... um, No, I, I think the answer is you need more quarterback. I think okay. that I think Colt McCoy is is good in the role that he's in right now. In, in case of emergency, break the glass, roll him out in the field. He can organize your offense. He can run it with poise and calm. But but there's the, the, that next level playmaking ability that you need in the NFL at the position these days. He does not have that. So yeah. I, it, let's 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 you know praise him for what he is. But I I don't think especially uh, when you start to extrapolate how long this injury might last, I do think now you have to start looking around. I mean, I, I never thought I'd say this, but what about, what if Baker Mayfield shakes loose? Uh, Baker Mayfield could him? turn into the long-term solution in L.A. with Matthew Stafford's oh, condition. Right. I mean, Bick hit the nail on the head. This all depends on how long Kyler Murray is sidelined. Yeah, and right. we played the soundbite from Mike Tannenbaum earlier who mentioned the, the, the pup list to begin next year, which would mean a minimum of six games missed. That's about the threshold, I think, that you want. And it might even be a little bit on the long side that you want Colt McCoy to be your starter. Mm-hmm. If it's you know six weeks plus, I, I think you definitely need to upgrade. But it also depends on, look, the Cardinals are in a situation independent of Kyler Murray. The rest of this roster is not very good. I think we can right. all agree on that. Oh, yes. If they're going to rebuild this thing and punt on 2023 well. and, and, and let Kyler Murray get back to 100% for 2024, mm-hmm. you might see Colt McCoy. Because I don't know if they're going to have uh, much in terms of aspirations of winning games or making making a playoff spot. Oh, boy. Uh, dark times, dark times. Uh, but, uh, you know, this 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 puts it all in perspective um, right now. We lost Mike Leach last night, the Mississippi State head football coach. He died at 61 years old. Um, there had been rumors of that last night, but Mississippi State announced it this morning in the last maybe 20 or 30 minutes um, that he did indeed pass last night. Uh, earlier in the week, he was reported to have had a massive heart attack on Sunday, had to be airlifted to the hospital. Um, uh, and and then last night he passed. Um, he was Cliff Kingsbury's head coach at Texas Tech. He was there from 2000 to 2009. He then went to Washington State from 2012 through 2019 and then landed at Mississippi State in 2020. Leach is widely credited for developing the air raid offense with Hal Mummy and, mm-hmm. of course, was known for just his, his offbeat sense of humor and really funny personality. You guys may remember this moment from a couple seasons ago when he was still with Wazoo, he was asked, who would win a Pac-12 mascot battle? Well, first of all, what kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? we got to consider that. <laughs> I'm going to say the Always well. got to consider what kind of mythical powers the Sun Devil has. How will you guys remember Mike Leach? Uh, very fondly. He was one of my favorite college coaches of all time because in, in an industry that is full of tyrannical dudes who are just very unlikable, and I mean, I, you could go on down the list from Nick Saban to 
to Urban Meyer, all the way on down. He was just, he was so roguish. He was so engaging. He was just so different. And 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 it wasn't just the personality. He was really, really innovative in what he did. Yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. And you go back to that time, uh, and you mentioned the, the, the roots with, with Hal Mummy, and then he gets the job at Texas Tech. If you go back and look at those numbers, I mean, college football wasn't quite ready for that offense and how to deal with it. The numbers were prolific. That continued at Washington State. Uh, that was always a tough place to play or, or a, a tough team to play against when Mike Leach was there. But for, for the most part, you know, the innovation aside, what, what Vic said, too. I mean, just the personality. He was so different from everybody else. And, and we, we hear so much coach speak these days, and he did not subscribe to that. It was a breath uh, and of fresh also air. Also, think about this. He, kind of, he coached in essentially the least desirable location in each in always. three different conferences because, well, and had that's success. Not by, that's, not, that's not by accident because those are the, the fringes are the only places that would embrace Mike Leach. And, and that was that was part of his story and part of his beauty. I always love whenever he showed his teams tough love, when he would get frustrated with his teams, whether it was criticizing their girlfriends. Do you remember that, Rand oh, Benny? Or locking boy, a player into a shed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe that there was, there was, there was that, that there, whole there, thing. Not <laughs> let's, not, let's not bring that one up. <laughs> there was the incident where they had all the wide receiver chairs on the sideline. He went up. He collapsed every single one of them, put, threw them on the ground and said, listen, if my wide receivers can't catch the football, they're not sitting down. No, I'm not giving season, them chairs. Right. That was yes. just a month or two ago. He is, I, yeah, I, I just had nothing but, but a major fondness for that dude. Yeah, yeah I'd be missed. We, we have a statement from Cliff Kingsbury, by the way, who, as I mentioned, played under Mike Leach at Texas Tech, uh, issued by Cardinals PR rep Mark Dalton just a few minutes ago. The statement from Cliff Kingsbury reads, there is no way I would be where I am today if not for Mike Leach and everything he taught me about the game. Truly one of the most innovative offensive minds in football. He was more than a coach. He was a mentor, a friend, and one of the most special people I've ever met. My heart goes out to Sharon, that's his wife, the Leach family, and everyone who had the privilege of knowing him. Our sport was better because of Mike Leach and is far less interesting without him. Yep. Well said. Uh, uh, well done uh, today, Sarah. Tough tough edition of the Rush Hour yeah, reboot, but we, we got rebooted. Join Bud Light this Sunday for a Red Sea Road Rally as the Cardinals take on the Broncos. Enjoy great prizes, ticket giveaways, and food specials all game long at Philly Sports Bar and Grill. Warner Road in the I-10. Head to the contest page at ArizonaSports.com for more information. Coming up next, we'll talk Cardinals football with Kyle Vandenbosch. Kind of a post-mortem of yesterday's loss to the Patriots and the Kyler Murray injury as we continue new holiday heroes benefiting Operation Santa Claus broadcasting live from Grand Canyon University Championship Golf Course. It's all presented by Sanderson Ford here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Marotta Mornings. Put a lot into this. Um, you know, he's not preparing. He's butt off to get back up some Harold Street. So for that to happen, um, you know, I hate that for him. But uh, I know he'll recover and get back to himself. That's DeAndre Hopkins last night commenting on the Kyler Murray injury uh, update to the programming here. We'll have Kyle Vandenbosch at 815. 
Okay. Um, so we could focus yeah. on. Look, uh, DeAndre Hopkins was a very key uh, key participant in the outcome last night. To me, this really came down to four plays uh, that that really really doomed the Arizona Cardinals. We want to talk about wins and losses, and I know that when you're four and nine, uh, that gets pushed down the you know the the pecking order of importance. But let's talk about this. Alrighty. The Kyler Murray injury on the third play of the game. Uh, the fourth down um, call, you know, not going for the field goal, turning it over on downs. And then the two turnovers uh, in the second half. Yeah. The, the, the DeAndre Hopkins fumble that was ret- returned by McMillan for the touchdown. And then the interception where, you know, Colt McCoy gets his arm hit and throws it, you know, 20 yards short and yeah. it gets picked off. Those are, those are the four plays. And, and the Cardinals, again, showed the inability to overcome uh, the adversity that's that it. was presented that's by those it. plays. They once again, they as Mark Schlereth has been saying, as others have been saying, they've got the talent to keep games close. They've got the talent to threaten in games. And, and yet their, their structure and their culture is so poor and their system is so poor that they just find ways to fail. And it's, it's, it's different elements all the time, but there are, there's some constants. Um, when you take a look at yesterday, it, it's just, it's, key errors from key performers. You you talk about Hollywood Brown, a wide receiver who is trying to be elite, who wants to be paid like an elite wide receiver. You have to make that catch on fourth down. You have to make a big-time play yes. when the moment arises. DeAndre Hopkins, for as great as he is, you, you, have to, you have to be a little more disciplined and fundamental in what you're doing. And, and so I think there's that. And then you take a look at, at, the, at the, the, just the mind-numbing mental errors, the motion penalties, the, the, the alignment issues this football team still has. And it's just, it, it just adds up to be an awful lot. And it's it, it just the, 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 the mind-numbing repetitiveness of it all is what I think really has gotten to people. Yes. It's the same thing week after week after week. Don't you don't you think that the Cliff Kingsbury Kyler Murray era has sort of sort of proven that they can't win unless conditions are perfect? Yes. Absolutely. When, when everything was like, you know, everyone was healthy and things were going well last year, that's when they played really well. Anytime somebody gets injured, anytime there, you know, a ton of penalties or they get behind, anything goes wrong, they're done. Well, you hit on something key there, too, Jared. Anytime they fell behind, they don't get off to a good start. Even last year, when they built a 10 and 2, you know, record down the stretch, we saw these. They fall behind, they yeah. face adversity, there was no coming back from it. Listen, and, and, I, and I thought after the Kyler Murray injury, the, the, the injury happened. Happened in the third play of the game. It happened on the first series. It was. It happened so fast that it was a very jarring incident for everybody involved. And I thought the football team responded very admirably. I thought the defense was flying around. Um, they Isaiah Simmons came up with that interception. It looked like they were controlling the line of scrimmage. The patchwork offensive line was protecting Colt McCoy. Uh, Con- uh, James Conner was doing his thing. And, and I thought, wow, okay, the, this is the. They're, they're, they still have their competitive spirit, and, and that's why I thought those the decision at the end of the first half. Now, granted, Cliff Kingsbury does not trust his kicker. I think that's quite clear. But he trusted him with a 50-yard that's field goal on yeah. the first. Uh-uh. Again, and if when you don't go for a two-point conversion when you're up 12-7, you are saying we are playing a, a field goal game. Because if, if you're convinced you need touchdowns to win, you try to stretch it to a 14-7 lead. So you contradict that very logic. Yeah. 
magic by what you did at the end of the first half. Vinny, I'm here to tell you, at that very point in time, you could have run out the clock, kicked a field goal. If he makes it, you're up 16-7. to That's a significant difference than, than the six-point swing that we saw and then the Patriots having the ball to start the second yes. half. And just like that, the game was tied. You want to talk about an offense not built to come from behind. The Patriots. So I don't know why you give them any life at all. It was, yeah, here was Cliff Kingsbury's explanation on whether or not the lack of trust in the kicker led to that decision at the end of the second yeah, quarter. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think one of the, I, I liked the play call we had. I thought, you know, we had a shot at it. Um, and unfortunately, uh, they got a hand on it. But, uh, you know, Matt's been a clutch kicker in this league for a long time. So um, that was just a decision based on the play call. Yeah, and you mentioned the, the phrase you used earlier in this discussion, my number repetitiveness of all of it. Yeah. I mean, you could play that soundbite from Cliff Kingsbury in any number of weeks this 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 season. Without a doubt. We loved the play call, but the execution wasn't there. And he's right. The play call was good. Trey McBride was open. Mm-hmm. It was a bad throw. Yeah. You know, Hollywood Brown on the other fourth down. you got to make that catch. You're, you're a highly paid wide receiver in the NFL. They gave up a first-round pick to get you on draft night. That's what you get paid for. Would it have been a tough catch? Absolutely. They didn't come up with it. So the play calls were there. Uh, and I don't necessarily think that's always been the case this year in those fourth down situations. Hey, we love the play call. Well, why did you love it? I don't think it was a great call. Those two should have worked. Um, Cliff Kingsbury talking about repetitiveness of theme. You know, the self-inflicted penalties and mistakes. Uh, the self-inflicted stuff offensively was, was really bad tonight. You know, the illegal shifts on big plays, you can't do that. That's uh, just unacceptable. And um, we got to be better. You know, no matter who's out there operating, no matter who's in. Um, you know, obviously there's some guys that uh, are backups that are, are getting a lot of time. We just got to execute at a high level, and when you have a chance to make plays, you got to make them. You meant, uh, remember the era, Bick, when NFL films would create like a half-hour highlight video of every NFL team? based on a season, mm-hmm. and they'd come up with a title and a theme for all of them. Yeah. If they still did that, the 2022 Cardinals, uh, that would be called, we got to get better. we got to do better. That's, again, part of that mind-numbing repetitiveness. Yeah. And, again, I'm not sitting here on this Tuesday morning calling for anybody's head, but it's that lack of explanation or lack of fixing these things that obviously plague this football team that if, if it's not stirring up some we need to change things thoughts something's very yeah. very wrong yeah no listen and and so I, I, yes I, I agree with everything you're saying there and then the second half the game just kind of fell apart the protection broke down now you're chasing the lead now you're putting Colt McCoy in a situation he cannot flourish in and now you're walking off the field with your ninth loss of the season. By the way, that does guarantee the Cardinals will have a losing season after yes. their 11-win season of last year. And by the way, for those keeping score, they've won four of their last nine, five of their last 19 games. Five and 14 oh, in their man. last 19 games. That It's been 105 weeks since they've beaten a winning team at home. It's been, this. The numbers are starting to stack up on this team. If you go back, I've given a heads up that if, if we we all recognize the last five years at Sun Devil Stadium is some of the most atrocious football any of us have ever seen. Right? You lived it. I lived it. 
uh, the records between the last five years, now, uh, 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 right in this era, versus the last five years, the Sun Devil Stadium, not that far apart. Wow. And and that's including a, a, a time in between where the Cardinals were at one point ten and two and considered the best team in football. Yeah. What they were for a moment last year and what they are now, it's it's enough to make your head spin. You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at six twenty six twenty right now. Also text donate to six twenty six twenty. Make a donation of at least twenty dollars as we continue holiday heroes benefiting Operation Santa Claus. You'll be entered to win autographed sports memorabilia and tickets to some of the most popular events in town. Uh, giveaways all day long here on Arizona Sports. Plus your twenty dollar donation gets you four entries into the drawing to win a Sanderson Ford F one fifty Super Crew truck or Lincoln Corsair. Uh, coming up next, Bix got your blast on this Fire. Tuesday. Holiday Heroes benefiting Operation Santa Claus as we're broadcasting live from Grand Canyon University Championship Golf Course presented by Sanderson Ford here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.